0: Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. I'm Rob, and with me today is my friend... Seiji. And someone I know... Left. Acquaintance. (laughs) Um, Some guy in the street. Let's get this shebang started. So this is the first episode, I think, where we've had a part two of a topic... Immediately after, like we left, left on a cliffhanger,
1: yeah.
0: And now we're in part two. Later on, we're gonna talk about some more forgotten or failed we're s- mascots. We're
1: so well organized.
0: Oh, we <laughs> hey, we just had so much fun and excitement <laughs> last episode. It's, it's spilling over this one. But, Will it be a part three? I don't know. Ooh. That's that's tough to see because Ooh. I got a lot of characters I want to talk about. It's a fun topic, I think. So, CG, I got a comment from you from someone who listens to the so, show.
1: So, the new Final Hinds 7. Oh, video right,
0: yeah. Out. So, let's let's mention that. So, our YouTube channel, which exists, bonus barrel. Uh, We have 28 subscribers, so we definitely don't have our our own URL. But you can watch, uh, I played it, but he didn't, which is where one of us plays a game through for the first time, where the other two have nostalgia and love for the game, and the other person has never played it, doesn't know anything about it. So the very first game we're playing is FF7 with Seiji. So, part five came out. We're not very far in the game, and we definitely need to play more. But uh, we got a comment from someone I know, Sundary J. And he said, Just watch the Final Fantasy vid. Seiji is funny. Buying four fire materials and then complaining that the game doesn't have a confirm option. Laugh out loud. And made a noise and another went up on the right. Guy wants his handheld, I tell you. Old school games were real. They let you fuck up. <laughs> so what do you so he listened for sure. What do you want to say to Sundary J right now?
2: I'm an old school gamer. Really old school gamer. I mean I played games since I was- my first memories as a human being are playing. <laughs> the that's way you like, phrase uh, that's great, like Mario Brothers, right? So you used to so, not be a human being. Yeah. So the games, the games I play when I was a kid, yeah, I understood them as what they. I I guess that's what he's saying. But when I play a game now as an adult, yeah. and especially after all this evolution that gaming has had over the years, I played it with my current. That's, that's probably, probably part right? of the problem. Because if
0: you were to play it when it came out, it was probably first time quite ahead of its time, mm-hmm. I imagine. Because when I think back of it, like that stuff never occurred to me. All that occurred to me was, holy crap, this game's huge. And I'm and I'm, <laughs> I'm the, minutia, probably, uh,
1: of the details Actually, it never really bothered you. It's
0: not entirely true. What quick I started playing Falcon Seven. Was over at my first RPG experience and I was overwhelmed. I I, I uh, was a little bit intimidated by it. And I, I didn't even get farther than you. I got to the Scorpion boss and beat it. And then I was like, really weird. I was like, this is strange. And then for somehow, a friend showed me Pokemon Red on Game Boy, which of course was an RPG as well. And I took to it and I really, really got into it. And then after that, something clicked after playing through Pokemon. I was like, all right, I'm going to play Final Fantasy Seven again. And then that's when my RPG love just exploded and I never went back. So it's really Pokemon NF7 that, that, that started that JRPG only thing for like ten years before I moved on to everything.
2: But it also happens to me with certain games. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something really controversial. Let's now, hear it. For <laughs> example, um, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I find it really hard to play. Now Nowadays, so. it's a little. It's, it's, a little it's extremely
1: difficult and outdated. Yeah,
2: I don't. But it, it not compared to like for example, Wind Waker. That doesn't. It's not the same. Link it's, to the Past. It's, it's not the same as Ocarina. It's, it's very easy. But to play. that that's the Link greatest to the past one. One. Link to the Past you it's, can Still play. Right. Right. Yes. So very is
0: good. A Link's Awakening actually. Yeah, the the last version yeah. is
2: better mm-hmm. in my opinion. is color. But there's something with that generation the the fifth generation of games PlayStation Nintendo, mm-hmm. uh, it, Nintendo 64. It was a really awkward. They didn't ugly.
1: quite have 3D figured out but they were attempting it and they were kind of this awkward transitioning phase and that's why those games of Feel a lot more outdated than the previous generation. That's yeah.
0: that's true. But I mean, I guess if you grew up with them and played them, there's, there's still a lot of nostalgia and warmth. I mean, and some games, like uh, here's an example of one I, I have never played a lot of, but I have it. And it's one I have played and I really love, but to go aesthetically is um Saga Frontier 2. Like it looks it's 2D and it's hand painted environments. It's an RPG like F7, yeah. but all of them two D and it does not I mean now it might play a bit dated. Because I haven't delved enough into it, but it looks gorgeous, especially for its time. But there are also games... There's another game that I can speak... Legend of Mana. That game is still a blast to play. It's uh, beautiful to look at. Not as dated as a lot of other titles. Like, I liked Legend of Dragoon, and I've actually started... I tried playing it a few years ago again, and it's, it's a little harder to play yeah. now than it was back then. It's the 3D stuff, I guess. But it, I don't that's know. That's exactly it. It's, it's exactly It's the
1: 3D aspect not, in particular that just wasn't perfected at the time. It's not the aesthetics that bother me. It's, it's the control,
0: slowness. It controls to... I find a lot of those games feel slow. Like, look how we went back to Dragon Ball GT Final Belt, which was already a bad game. But... Now they move like they're in molasses. It's so <laughs> awful. But at
1: the time that was a great game. <laughs> it was, it was. I don't at think the time, it was, time, it, was, it, was it was. You considered it a great I game. I did, I really did. You were yeah. stupid, but child. I I was a stupid for for child. For example,
2: I love Mario Kart sixty four when I was yeah, when it first got released. I, I loved it. I, I cannot play it. Anymore. Oh, yeah.
0: Even, even the original Mario Kart's kind of a little bit of a chore to play for me.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Mario sixty four is still a great game. Dude, always have fun with that. But so, yeah. ocarina, not so. But much. I keep hearing I these
2: comments on the internet, like that, saying that Mario Kart 64 is better than eight. Ooh. And That's just what. That's just that's made up. That's, uh, that that does sound... No, people do say that.
0: So to sum up, Sunday J, uh, this is a quote from "Save You Verbatim" as i read it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that seems <laughs> that seems about right. I feel like that's what no. If you have some sort of
2: nostalgia <laughs> for, for for that for any game. You are going to defend it. You're we going all to have defend, to. Because in part, what you're defending is your memories, right? True.
0: We all have to admit, though, you buying three fire materia by accident was pretty funny. We were laughing about this <laughs> last <laughs> really? night. When I rewatched the video before we put it up, I was like,
2: he just bought a
0: bunch of fire <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, another thing with the mention before we eat the news is the cartridge bros, uh, cartridgeclub.org. Yeah. Uh, there's a small, small chance that you may be listening to it from there right now. And if so, that's awesome. Uh, it's a community site, uh, Cartridge bros are established they've been around they have had a website for a while they have a YouTube channel much bigger than us so us plugging them is, is not much but they invited <laughs> us to join their their group community site with a bunch with a few other podcasters YouTubers bloggers even and uh, it seems like a cool community and we're, we're pretty thankful to have yeah. been included you know I think because of Tech Romancer, I think he was a guy who tweeted us to Cartridge Club like four months ago and, I, and he's part of it I think because of him you know we got that invite oh, so that's it's really cool, cool. If you're listening, thank you. Uh, Thanks. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, all right, so on to the news. I'm going to start off because I didn't write this down. I don't want to forget, but Lef and I touched on it. You might already know. So uh, Nintendo loves, it, loves its fans, obviously. And so they want to commemorate the, the kind of the closing of something special. Club Nintendo was around for many years and a very special thing. So all of its fans all over the world that it loves, surely they're going to give something cool. So on, on Club Nintendo... Uh, There's a coin, a a Goodbye Mario coin, it's a silver coin, and it comes in a pouch It says, uh, I think it says thank you, in in Japanese, available of course to Asia, Europe, and, oh, wait, hmm, I think that's it, oh, sorry, they love their European and Asian fans, my bad, sorry I was born in North America. No, but see, have you guys
2: seen seen the uh, the thing? Yeah, the, the weirdness again. It's depressing. I mean, depressing. That's the thing about Nintendo of America, it's really, really strange. I mean, you would think that the, the North American market is a really important market. You would, but you they, would think so. We don't get the special editions. I know. <laughs> so we, we, we don't get the good stuff at Club Nintendo. So I'm really hoping this new thing that's that is going to replace Club Nintendo. I
0: huh? think it's personal against
2: us? I don't know. I, it might be some... some some problem with distribution, something like that, I, I It's think. sad, though. Like, that looked like a
0: cool little, like, I, th- I almost, I thought when I first saw the headline, everybody who was signed up for Clementino was just going to get one as a thank you kind of thing, you know? But not only is it not for over here, we have to pay 2,000 coins for it. Now, if you had those coins at this point, you would have suspected there's nothing else to spend it on. So you probably don't have those coins back, so yeah, it's kind of weird. But it's
2: a thing that exists. Do you guys have this impression too that moving things around in North America is like harder and more expensive that, than in other parts of the world? It sounds like it. It is. Yeah, I, mean, I know it is. It, it is. Is it cheaper for someone in Japan to send you something than to send someone from here to across the bridge? Yeah. It seems that it's way. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Because I mean, I order a lot of
0: uh, import games from Japan and the shipping is nothing usually. Nothing. For a game. Now, something bigger, Sometimes of course, it's than free the cost shipping. more. shipping. For yeah. games, it tends to be free shipping. Yeah. and But for bigger things, of course, that obviously the price isn't going to go up because you can send that in regular mail. But still, it's, it's but to send something equivalent, like I to send someone a province over a game I've sent before, mm-hmm. it's like 12 bucks. Yes, yeah, Of course. It's crazy. I think, I don't know, maybe it's big. Well, ground, I don't, I don't know. The ground is usually cheaper because of how much slower it is. I don't know why it's so expensive to send within
1: your own country or your neighboring country. But I, I, I don't know for sure, but I think it's mostly kind of bureaucracies and a lot of red tape is probably what it is. Do so.
2: So you know that if, if I want to send you a a letter from here to here, right? In fact, from our if, city to your... To in fact, if you want to send a letter city. to yourself, yeah. right, right. Yeah. it's going to go outside of the province and then back. Oh, well, yeah, I think <laughs> i addition. heard that. Yeah. Right, so it's going to stay here,
0: goes to another province, and then goes to another province and comes back. I don't like My it.
2: point is, it yeah. might be related to... That kind
1: of thing. Yeah, I think you're I probably know. right. It's it's silly. So here's back to Nintendo. So I love Nintendo. It, it sounds like we and we kind of talked about in the past how North Americans get the shaft when it comes it feels to that Nintendo way. stuff. Hurts. So Instant. and we know Club Nintendo is gonna go away soon. Do you th- on here already? Right? Yeah, exactly. So there's obviously something new coming to replace it. Do you think like North America will see a different rewards program? Yeah, it's than gonna the rest be all the digital. World? I'm 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 not a hundred percent. This is a little conspiracy
0: theory, but I'm almost positive maybe we'll get see t-shirts but other than that I think it's going to be all just virtual console stuff like they did at the end I mean look look at yes. the last rewards the last few years it just that's what I feel like it's going to happen which is amazing. I really
2: hope it's a unified system and everybody gets that the, would be same, nice. the same access I don't it doesn't, it doesn't look like it does no, no. no. all Japan's going to get the coolest thing and yeah. then Europe and then us <laughs> and probably we're going to get some digital stuff yeah. where's
0: Australia lying there Do they get their own
2: I, mean, I think it, 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 Asia, it lines yeah. up with Europe. Okay. What? Really? The, the, uh, Not geographically. At least, no, honestly, no, no, know. At no. least their Amiibos. Yeah. They have the, the, as, the as European the package. The end, whatever. Yeah.
1: Weird, but I got a European package for them. <laughs> All
0: right. Sales of Atari games exhumed from New Mexico landfill exceed $100,000. And I
2: just watched the documentary ah, just the can, yeah. that just the other day. And they too. talked about that, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. The, the government were... Put all the games, you know... In it, yeah, and just out. kind of... I yeah. was
1: like, so who owns these games now? And then it was the city that owned the games. Yeah. So this is what well, happened. Here's a little little excerpt
0: from IGN. Around 18 months uh, on, from the discovery of the Atari 2600 copies of the infamous E.T., as well as other games, in the uh, Alamogordo, New Mexico landfill, it's been revealed how much money has been made via sales of items unearthed during the dig. And so the Daily News... Sorry, the Alamogordo Daily News... Uh, via Gamasutra, reports that Proceeds from the Atari dig site on eBay came to a total of US 107903 dollars 15 And they say there's 297 we're still holding in an archive that we'll sell at a later date when we decide what to do with them I might sell those if a second movie comes out but for now we're just holding them The film company got 100 games 23 went to museums and we had 881 that we actually sold They were sold in 45 states and 14 countries the most lucrative Atari 2600 cartridge, a copy of ET, sold on eBay for US 1,535. dollars Although there are many other games available, including Asteroids, Missiles, Commanders, Warlords, etc. An um, exception of the Al- El El-El-Gordo landfill, long rumored to contain copies of ET, uh, tra- extraterrestrial, buried there during 1983 North American video crash was, crash, was excavated for the documentary Atari Game Over that left saw. Yeah, so yeah. everyone should watch it. It's a great. It's, it's, it's on really, really Netflix.
1: Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. I like lots of history. Some of the characters I really didn't like. Well, the... I don't want to call them characters, but... Some of the people you played. Yeah, were really <laughs> annoying. But overall, it was a really great story.
0: Yeah, I liked it, and uh, possibly something worth bringing up as a topic sometime with the show. i rather have to re it again, but... But uh, it was cool, it was lots of history, and I, li- I like game history yeah. a lot. Yeah,
1: it was, it was filled with video game history, and it's really cool to kind of see that the city was sitting on you know, I don't want to say a gold mine, but over a hundred thousand dollars worth of video games for you know, yeah, over a decade. That's so. like a gold mine in Canada dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. That
2: story was over mystified, though. Did you guys like see yeah. the the gaming historian video about that? That specific, is it a while back? Yes, I don't.
0: I probably did because I do watch his videos, but I don't recall that one. Great channel though.
2: There is there is this like myth that came from I don't know where mm-hmm. that Atari Atari was was covering up this uh, the 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 burying of the games, but hmm. actually they were very really open about it. It's on newspapers and and so the point of the gaming historian video is that oh they they are they are uh, myth busting the whole. E.T. thing but in reality they were just confirming all the reports that pointing that yeah, those it, games were there and that was it. One of the coolest parts sorry interrupted no, one of the coolest parts of the film I think
0: because of what you just said was the way they tracked where it would actually be all the all the like uh, fact finding and trying to locate via newspapers and the landfill and all the people who run the landfills just trying to find out where exactly they would have been buried. That was cool. That was an yeah. extremely was cool, cool part of the film. And you have
2: to think, this is the 80s, right? Yes, yeah, so like 30-some they, they, they things ago. in computers. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things, like that. Yeah. things yeah. were put on paper and paper, it. Yeah.
1: Well, and in, in the thing, too, is that, as, as the article Rob kind of read, kind of states is that they found a lot more than just et cartridges there it wasn't it wasn't them dumping the game it wasn't et it was it it was a company that was going at a business that was literally just burying its stocks had nothing to do with it right which makes no sense like why would would you you bury it yeah why wouldn't you at least sell your inventory to i don't know try to break even or something or even sell
0: for a dollar each i mean i don't don't get it (laughs) that's weird well, that's a weird time. It's the 80s. Yeah. Things were remember, weird, the it's different. the back beginning then. of that. Seiji matter. gained his sentience in the 80s. <laughs> and, the, and the first thing he remembers, of course, as we said earlier, is video games. hmm. When he became self aware is when you.
2: This, yeah, this was <laughs>
0: 1987,
2: 88. 1997? Yeah. The 87? Well, I was born in, in 85. Right. So my first memory is probably are from 87, 88. Right. I thought you said 97. 87 right
0: 88 well
2: yeah <laughs> um Les, what, what do you bring up um,
1: so I want to talk about Street Fighter I like Street Fighter I've heard I'm of that right? yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah that's the one with the fatalities right <laughs> so did you guys see the new uh Street Fighter character Nakali that's the one that announced with Luke Cage Luke Cage I meant to say
0: Johnny Cage Luke Cage <laughs> is a Marvel character all right, I take it back. But yeah, so this is this is Johnny new... Cages
2: in Street Fighter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was trolling when they messed up my troll. Well, <laughs>
2: well, even in Street Fighter, even in Mortal Kombat, he is dead, right? I think. I think. Back. I think. You
1: know. Yeah, maybe I they did. For, I think now. he's back. There's a daughter. Yeah, there's yeah, a daughter, His daughter she is, takes a selfie. Yeah. Does yeah. she
0: with out oh, oh, yeah. That's so cool. But
1: this is the new Street Fighter character, Nakali, something like that. Everyone should look it up. He's got crazy red hair. It
2: looks like the the bosses in the third one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, kind of. Um, so he's a brand new character. Um, they just revealed him. Cool. Yeah, and what's really cool is that they say that they're getting... Th- Street Fighter Five is getting three brand new Street Fighter oh, characters. Cool. That doesn't seem like um, that much, actually, when you think about it. It doesn't, but when you kind of look at a game that has, you know, slowly introduced new characters, well, they it's kind of what you
0: would expect. When they
1: have Ultra Omega Spectacular
0: Street Fighter Five, I'm sure they'll have some more characters in that edition. Are
2: they, uh, are they still playing with the national stereotype thing? what? The, because the, the, oh, the original oh, Street uh, Fighters, uh, like, each... Yeah. Yeah, where
1: they're from and stuff like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I so. Not. It doesn't seem like they... That was fun. To it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Mexican character? El Fuerte. Okay. That sounds right. <laughs> was there a Canadian one? No.
2: Oh, what a bunch of... Well, n- well maybe there is now, but I don't... Know. Is it Ken? <laughs> Ken is American. I know. Oh, um, oh,
0: this isn't the same thing. Uh there's a they redid
1: Kami's design apparently. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't Mika. Look any, Aramika and stuff that much better. Oh, um,
2: I, I read a really cool piece about Aramika in I don't know US Gamer. One. It was supposedly they were they were saying that, that Mika is like a good role model for okay. uh, for women in video okay. games okay. because oh, she's nice. she's like strong and she's Oh is that the wrestler? She has like muscle She's the, the wrestler, right? Yeah. She, she. looks awesome.
0: Yeah. I thought it's a cool
1: looking character. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I, I, I agree with the article for the
1: most part. Yeah, um, but yes, it's gonna have sixteen characters: eight classic, four returning, and then four new. And the first new one announces this Nakali guy. So that's pretty cool. Um, excited to see that. When is like this
2: cool game, game, game being released?
1: Uh, end of. Uh, this year? Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if. Oh, sorry, sorry. Early 2016. It's coming kind out of on it. Wii U first,
2: exclusively. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I now,
1: think so. <laughs> here's something that they're doing in mobile that is really cool, <laughs> and this is how Capcom did with Monster Hunter. But basically, all Street Fighter V gameplay DLC, mm-hmm. you can grind it out. You can choose oh. to pay for it, but if you play it enough, you can unlock. Like Mortal Kombat. It. That's Pretty the way to go. So yeah. Weird. That's so, the
2: way to go, man. I, I'm telling you, that 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 thing Wait, is good for business. That's the D L C you say? Yep. Okay. That's so all the, the game still has all
1: of its stuff. Yep. Okay. And you can grind it. Grinding D L C that's interesting. Yeah. I think yeah. it was really it, cool. I'm really, really glad to done? hear that. Well. Freemium game You, you know no, that's
0: not D L C though. when does a a full retail game come out with grindable I guess Guild Wars Two kind of had that going on for like extra armor and stuff, but it wasn't like the, a straight-up deal expansion pack.
1: Yeah, you're kind of right. Like, nothing quite does it the way that it's being described here because it, it's straight-up future DLC. I'm sure something so. else has done it. Have we
2: have it we about talked it. about uh, the Grand Tournament expansion in, for Hearthstone? No, I've not, we not I don't know anything about it it's, it's great played, uh, it's Herst awesome so. that game is so strong man it's a great so, game might just summon heroes right now th- the main thing in in the Grand Tournament expansion is that they added this new ability which is called Inspire mm-hmm. which is activated every time you use your hero power because before your hero power was the thing you did when, when you, had nothing, you, you had nothing else to do yeah, yeah. so now there is a, a strategy element to it what to do well Inspire is just the trigger right but it does all sorts of crazy things so like does or- it tweak your special power kind of thing? In some instances, it does. Mm, so cool. there's a, there's a for example there's a, a mage card called Fallen Hero. You put it on the on the board, and it makes your 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 hero oh. power do plus one damage. Oh. Cards that change your hero, Oh, that's cool. That's it cool. does, but also if you do the there's a card for shaman. When whenever you, you use your hero power, mm-hmm. it grants the totem because the, the hero power. Uh, summons a totem it yeah. gives the totem plus two plus two wow that's pl- plus that's two plus two freaking wow. powerful plus man one, plus one plus one or plus, either way either like, awesome do you know hmm?
0: what's paladin do do you know
2: paladin there's one card that yeah. every time you use your hero power it he summons another Ooh. Um, silver hand good grid. for a rough
0: or for a rough deck I would think and that's
2: I don't cool. know there's all sorts of crazy stuff
0: that's awesome yeah, right? yeah. I'll eventually I'll, I'll go back to it I always do yeah I'm still stuck okay. in heroes right now it's right? great it's great I believe. And right.
2: it combines really well with all the other cards. So you grind that DLC too?
0: Oh, wait, that is one. Yeah, you can kind of grind most of. You can pretty yeah. much grind the DLC. So to... it but that's first. also a freemium game. That's so, true, actually. So... Never mind. So again, I don't know. Weird. But yeah,
1: it's, it's cool. Yeah, But yeah, Street Fighter, it's happening. It's cool. I'm excited. I'm going to play it, but yeah, uh, maybe here, eventually.
0: Here's a small piece of news. It's not terribly exciting, but I, I like to represent my, my bros, Square Enix who uh, definitely know I exist. Oh,
2: I, I thought you were going to talk about uh, X-Bone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I didn't bring cops so we're good. Uh, so Square Enix, this is just a little... This is kind of an interesting thing. So at PAX, uh, if you keep hearing tapping, that's me hitting my leg annoyingly. Uh, Square Enix tested out VR support for Final Fantasy 15, And then here's a quote. We didn't feel that having the headset on for the entirety of the game and that experience would match what we were aiming for. Um... So we had tested out utilizing VR, Tabata told IGN via translator. At a time we were looking into it, we felt that it could potentially work as a passive experience for a portion of the game, utilizing it. We felt that it would potentially make sense for a segment, but in terms of the overall game itself, the entire game, we didn't feel that having that headset on for the entirety of the game, and that experience would match what we were aiming for. It's a very long game you had, you'd wear the headset for hours and Square Enix has utilized several interesting pieces of tech for FF15 including its luminous engine as well as a partnership with the developer of Just Cause 3 so there you go that's uh, so uh, the reason besides I just like to talk about 15 whenever I can um, RPGs I just we talked about VR a little before and just third person games just doesn't seem to make sense to me with because with, VR for me is immersion and I mean, yeah, I get immersed in a game with third per third party, but I don't I'm I don't feel like that's me running around. Like, yeah. That's not the point of That's the a very
1: disconnected game style for VR.
0: I guess in a way it blocks you from everyone else. You yeah. can focus on it. But I don't know, how do you feel about like the rift and
1: stuff? I do you want I completely
2: movie? agree with you. If you're putting a headset, you would assume first person. Yeah, yeah. I Otherwise that's why.
1: Cool. The only, those are the only types of games that they seem to really work well with is kind of, you know, space simulators. I could yeah. think that would be really good. Like, we saw that Val, Valkyrie, whatever Gun, it was. Yeah.
2: That, that looked really cool yeah, That is a perfect example.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But, like, those are the examples you need to go with. Don't I go with so. third person. It's just... Uh, this is a... Did you guys...
0: We never talked about this somehow, but the uh, World of Warcraft movie demo trailer that they put out, uh, yeah. like, four months ago? Two months yeah. ago? Yeah. That was interesting. Did you see that? It was interesting. I only
2: saw, like, images.
0: Well, what it is, it was it was the first trailer that you could pan around with your mouse. Yeah. It was panoramic. So you, it's not really a trailer. But you're on the back of a griffin, like in the game, flying over the movie one, which is massive. And you can move your, your mouse around and look all around. And that felt like it would have been a better trailer with, with VR on. <laughs> and uh, I'm
2: curious. That movie's going to be fun.
0: That'll yeah. be something we'll talk about when it comes out. So, uh, I have more news, but I'm going to see what you have. Um, I have one.
2: Oh, do you What do you guys think about this? So, officially, in Japan, they released sales data comparing Smash Brothers Wii U, huge franchise for Nintendo, and Splatoon. Mm -hmm. And consistently, every week, for the first, like, two or three weeks, um, Smash Brothers was outselling Splatoon, obviously, but as time goes on... Splatoon starts outpacing Smash Brothers till last week. Smash uh, Splatoon has officially sold more copies. Really? Than Smash Brothers. In for Japan. just Wii U. What do you think about that? Just for Wii, Wii U. Okay. Just but for still. Wii U. Yeah. I, no, the 3DS I, is a monster. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, Smash Bros is a really fun kind of party game to play, and you can even play competitively online. But with with Splatoon, it gives you so much more purpose You're trying to upgrade your character There's a lot more grinding to be done in Splatoon so There's a lot more time you can dedicate to playing Splatoon And I feel like you get more from Splatoon yeah. than you do from Smash It could be Blast so, but I think Splatoon's more fun I, I don't think it's more fun, but... There's a I lot, do too. <laughs> um, but I certainly get more out of Splatoon. Just kind of seeing my level go up, getting coins, upgrading my stuff, and so on. So the, you get more from the game from Splatoon than Still, you do. Smash. I impressive. think is a
2: huge triumph, not only for Nintendo, not only for the Wii, U, but for, for the whole video game business because you cannot get any bigger than Smash Brothers, right? It's up there. If you're talking about games that, that pull the numbers. Smash Bros. is one of them. And then you have this new game that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Mm-hmm. It's a completely new concept, and it's and it's selling well. The, I think it's good. This isn't meant to be a dig at Nintendo,
0: but could you imagine if Smash Bros. was a multi-platform release? Like, that game would... Like, it came out on PS4. Could you imagine how much more that game would sell? Yeah. Maybe Splatoon 2. Uh, when you're comparing the sales of, of the Smash for just the, the Wii U... It's just that Wii U is such a small install base... So I don't know. It's just strange. Uh, I am glad to see that it's outselling it because that's a new IP. It's mm-hmm. it's a charming IP, and and I think that that's awesome. Actually, it's a great. It's good news. I love Splatoon. I don't play it as much as you, but I still like yeah. the game.
2: But the thing is, what you're mentioning is true. But when I see the PS4 community, I see not one community. What I see is a fragmented community. There's there's sure. like niche markets within. You, you have 20 million. Install base, right? Yeah, but not all of them are going after the same games. No, that's true. But the, the 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 Wii U community, you have 10 million, but each game, I mean, the bestseller games is half of that community. Yeah. It's crazy. Imagine yeah. a game <laughs> from a PS4 selling 10 million copies.
0: Right? I, I I mean, Grand Theft Auto is the only thing that comes to mind as something that I could see a, a shit ton of people buying. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I know you're right. I mean, there's a lot of I mean, PS4 covers a lot, probably more genres and niche markets even. You're you're right. I think what you're what you're getting is Nintendo fans are kind of united in the games that they get. Now you could argue that well, their selection is so low, of course they're all buying <laughs> the same game. But I don't know. I, I do. I like the the Nintendo uh, Meverse community. It's interesting because they all love the game so much, right? Mm-hmm. And the amount of time it takes. I mean, I am an artist and I don't I, I don't tick around on drawing on the the game pad. But you can see some really cool little drawings and stuff
2: on there. I understand your point, but are you guys ready? really in your heart to see like a Mario game on oh, PlayStation. Oh, no, I don't want oh, to. I, that that be, wasn't me saying... That, that, no, no, I, I don't I, like I know that. That would be like the weirdest thing.
0: Well, like, it, yeah, it just... It is like I like... I don't... I love PlayStation. I love Sony. I love the PS4. Uh But I love Nintendo too and, and I just kind of want to see them do their own thing. Like, I don't want them to do it. I just want them to... Grow with the audience, not necessarily with his competitors. I want it, this better online. I want them to give us the things that the fans are wanting. For, wanting, but I don't want them to necessarily stop doing what they're doing.
1: See, the thing too is that you almost have to keep in mind of like the past because yeah, oh, I can't ever imagine Mario being in a PlayStation. I can't imagine it. I just don't. Well, like <laughs> the thing too is, could people in the nineties ever said, oh, I can't imagine yeah, Sonic of not. in a Mario in a that is true. Nintendo that is completely game, right? so true. it can happen. So it could definitely happen and probably will eventually mobile is gonna start there yeah now, it's I'm already starting
2: Nintendo IPs on mobile um, yesterday uh, the Pokemon company released uh, Shuffle. Pokemon Shuffle yeah. Mobile yeah I know I heard I played it didn't like it <laughs> as as you 3DS. know I, I, for some reason I liked that game on the 3DS but when I was playing mobile when i play playing mobile I have this mindset like my attention span is like really really short and this game it plays just like a three DS version. There's a lot of text and there's a lot of explaining going on, which I don't like generally, but I tolerate it a lot more on consoles. But on mobile I was like, what am I doing? What is this thing? Like oh, is that man. like the visual Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah, but it has this sort of Pokemon y like there's character and it's explaining things like to that. you. Yeah, sure, but it's in on mobile it takes too much time. And the attention spans or the the goodwill of the of the player is much much shorter. That's very true. actually. Now, granted, it is Pokemon and it is Nintendo. They, they're going to do whatever, and it they will probably do, do really well. And they will do that. they will yeah. do well. But, yeah. so I just want
0: to say um, Splatoon, Dragon Ball, Final Fantasy, Total War uh, gets mentioned by uh, one uh, one of us at least every other episode. <laughs> yeah. That's like our go
1: to uh, mentions.
2: <laughs> also, I was I was reading some other thing about. I don't remember. And then, one of those, like, like clickbait <laughs> articles that are on the sides of, of Wave, what pages, and, and it was something like, people are complaining of Japanese uh, Splatoon players. And wow, then I, I... so good. I, I clicked good. on it and, oh, they're so good and... I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> all right? I play with Japanese players all the time. I always beat them, so whatever. Well, you're Japanese, though. No, not really, but... <laughs> you're half Japanese, <laughs> what, what, what I'm saying is that it is possible to beat them, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, yeah, stuck, of course stuck, stuck possible. Whining. Well
1: possible. Like, but they do I never, be I, pretty good. I don't know. I never really found that if I saw a bunch of you know Japanese characters and I was playing with someone who was pursuing Japan, I never was worried in, in Splatoon. I never found them to be you know on a completely different level as opposed to some games where it's like, wow, I see a Japanese in man, Mario Kart
0: 8, people. I always felt that way. I was like, oh, there's a Japanese player. <laughs> and then it looks like I'm coming in the best second. The best I can hope for is second place. I beat you a few times and it's only because you're only half Japanese. <laughs> Could you imagine how good you would be if you're full Japanese Seiji? I don't know. You would be amazing. You probably love farming. It wouldn't.
2: It, would, it wouldn't be me. <laughs> no, it would not. Right?
0: It would be someone. It would be. It would be uh, Seiji with a J. It would be just <laughs> not Seiji with a it J. It would be just another Japanese guy. <laughs> not Seiji. <laughs> um, I guess some more news. Capcom reveals Resident Evil Origins Collection. Uh, I like the tagline for this IGN article: "A Jill Sandwich of Games." (laughs) Uh, uh, So it's uh, Resident Evil uh, Zero and uh, Resident Evil One, the HD remakes for uh, physical release. Ooh! For PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, and PC. So early 2016. Like complete remakes, like tank controls and everything. I think the tank controls are still intact. Um, But I want them, and I look because you know I want to play the Resident Evil games, and I never get around to them. So if I get, I tend to play the new games I buy pretty quickly, and it takes me longer to go back to the older ones. So if I get it, I might actually play through it. But you know, I'm a sucker for physical editions. So when that comes out next year, I will definitely grab that. But it's pretty cool, guys. Um, Metal Gear Solid, yeah, yeah, what, what big, big two day. days ago? Yeah, yeah, it's a massive game. It, it's kind of funny because none of us are going to play it because. Which is blasphemy that not one of us on the show is going to freaking
2: play one of the most popular games of the year. But. I, I would love to. Perfect score from too. Really? They don't perfect get a perfect score. score no, this often. is the 23rd game ever to get a perfect score well, from wow. Famitsu. One. Damn, I was hoping you knew. I, I saw the name. I uh, didn't ring it. up. 7. Dragon Ball Xenoverse? <laughs> no. There was... Oh, Mario Party 10. No. <laughs> <now>. The last <laughs> Nintendo game to get perfect score was uh, Skyward Sword. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Skyward Sword is pretty good. There was a oh, Grand Theft Auto 5 in the list, oh, but yeah. I don't think that's the last one. That would definitely be that
1: good. Yeah. The, 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 they some... gave it? Famitsu gave it? it? Man, Grand Theft Auto 5 They love huge. that shit. I don't know. I don't, that. That I don't I I thought get of. it either. I it's just, just don't get I it. don't like
0: crime stories, so it yeah. already doesn't appeal to me. I'm just like, I only my experience with GTA was the third one, and that was just driving around hitting people with the car, <laughs> <laughs> and that got old after a half hour.
1: Yeah, so, like, I I enjoyed the complete free roamingness of it. But I never did I would, the missions. I would, yeah, but and that's the thing. I played for an hour too. i like, well, I've seen what I had to see. All right. So
2: here's a list. It's okay. yes, 23 games. So the last game to get a perfect score was Metal Gear Solid 5: The Phantom Pain, as we've. So that's t- twenty fifteen, and then the before that is two years ago mm-hmm. is Grand Theft Auto V. Okay, and then JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. All are you Battle. serious?
0: Because I was about to make, I was seriously going to make a joke when I was thinking of games and name that I obviously would be on there for some reason. I was going to say JoJo Bizarre Adventure, but I was like, that's too obscure. No one's going to get that. I didn't think it was actually on the list. That's perfect. An, that's score, insane.
2: Twenty thirteen. So two what? games in twenty thirteen, then two games in twenty twelve. Yakuza Five okay. and Kid Icarus Uprising, so that's the last really? Nintendo game to get a perfect score. That's amazing. Then They're 2011, crazy. two from three from 2011. Mm-hmm. That was a good gaming, good year for gaming. Apparently, three years been pretty good. For um, Final Fantasy, thirteen two. Really? Okay. Famitsu so is supposed the, to be a. These guys are losing um, their credibility. Although 32 <laughs> is a fun game, <laughs> The Elder Scrolls V: Skyrim that, that, that makes sense. That I was, was the first the first Western developed game to ever receive a perfect score. Hmm. And then the Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword. Yeah, I can accept that. And then Pokemon Black and White. Yeah, I can accept that too. Although I would put X and Y in there. Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker, New Super Mario Brothers Wii, Bayonetta, mm-hmm. Monster Ooh. Hunter Tri, Dragon Quest Nine, mm-hmm. Four to Eight. Who's I started It's like a Wii game. Like I doesn't a, love that game. It's <laughs> like a, like an interactive novel. No, oh. apparently only for Japan. Metal Gear Solid Four, Guns of the Patriots, mm-hmm. Super Smash Brothers Brawl, Final Fantasy Twelve, Nintendogs. <laughs> I found it weird. <laughs> the Legend was of Zelda. there,
1: but we time frames. You get a thing yeah, time frames.
2: Wind Waker, uh, Why is v- that on there? Vagrant Story, Soul oh, Caliber, yeah. and the first one to receive our first score. Soul Caliber, or current of time. Seven so on that list is so I mean to be in this list, this game must be really really good. but my friend Ramon was telling me about it he's been playing it since it got released. he has a lot of complaints about it oh yeah especially especially one the the, the thing that annoys him the most is there's apparently the game is divided in, in missions and every mission you get uh credits okay in, at the end of every mission. I don't, know, like I don't know anything they, about it. Like I, 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 I was reading it. It's weird for Metal Gear, right? very weird. I was reading a Forbes article today, and he, the, the guy was complaining. He was saying, so they removed the Hideo Kojima's name from the cover, yeah. but now the game, every <laughs> every time they can, they tell you, hey, remember, this is a Hideo Kojima game. Yeah. Well, I hear
0: some retail places are putting his name on it anyway, on the just, shelves yeah. and stuff, yeah.
2: So, I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. that is weird.
0: Uh, new Nintendo 3DS coming to the US, just as an update, everybody. The small one? The good one. No, no. no. <laughs> the good one. No.
2: What? It's too small. Yes, but it has the interchangeable plates. I yes. like that,
0: but I would not trade plates for size. In the case of my 3DS, size matters. Why
2: would you have to trade anything? I mean, two new. Th- there's two good features. Just keep them. Why not put that feature
0: onto the 3DS XL?
2: Exactly. Yeah, it's
0: stupid. I agree with that. But I, if I had to choose between size and plates, I'm going to go with size. Because it is the bigger screen is better. I just I, I it have a small your 3D, 3D play experience. It's, it's so much better. Like but it's such a difference. So,
2: so a lot of people would would love to have those interchangeable plates. Yeah, anyway, I would. Pretty cool. There is a there's a bundle for it. It has the the new 3DS with two sets of interchangeable plates for yep. it, their Animal Crossing themed. Yep. It's like 269. I have 225. Books. Is that Canadian. Canadian. Okay. 229 US. It's on pre-order right now in Best Buy. Right. It comes from. Uh, it comes with cards, but Do you really get it. But oh, okay. and you're gonna love this. Here it comes. The game is download. It's a download code.
0: <laughs> okay, I bought the 3ds XL Majora's Mask collection. It did not come with the game. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's... I did get the game. Okay, it. so what, what would you like, Martin, to have a, a console that is themed with a game that that doesn't come with with the console or that same thing but with a code? It's kind of funny because
0: in that case. I got the Zelda game without. I got the Zelda console without the game. I would have preferred that than having a, a blank one with the game loaded on, because I can just buy the game later, which I did. It's just silly to, to release it. And it was more too. It cost like twenty dollars more. Yeah. Than the other XL, the blank one. See, but
1: didn't I got I got lucky with mine. I bought my XL. I got the Mario Luigi Dream Team one. Yeah, I got that too. And it was same price as a regular
2: XL. So but it it, at least game. it came with the game. No, f- d- d- digital, no. but it yeah, came with yeah.
0: the, But but they didn't have that with this one either, so it's weird.
2: There's another bundle of Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Yeah. It comes with the Amiibo reader. to get it. That's for the 3DS owners. That well, the they don't oh, have an who already yeah, yes yeah, so to use the cards. I'm on the fence about which one. Uh, about both. You get both of them. Well, no, just one of the two yeah, or not the two. Yeah, but I really want to buy one for my wife.
0: Okay. Yeah you could buy a ps4 i hear it has amiibo support
2: you know you're gonna you're gonna hate me for for saying this you're you know. gonna hate me but there, i'm um, always gonna love you see there were news don't 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 judge me too too harsh on this <laughs> so there were news this week that the modern mario amiibo was exclusive oh god to gone. the to the wii u temporarily to the exclusive wii u bundle. temporarily exclusive that, that is true i'm pondering no <laughs> ps4 buying buy another wii u before just, buying a PS4 No, no,
0: no, dude Wait for the Don't spend it on an extra Constantly when play Buy a PS4 There's games for us to play We can talk about
2: I ask you to not judge me too harshly I'm not this. judging you I'm trying to convince
0: <laughs> you I'm trying to get you to see reason Look, right here, now. here's the reason Here's the reason This is the next news article I had Alright uh, Journey Flow and Flower Collectors for the PS4 Coming game Physical This
2: month For next PS4? Month. Yeah That game company what game company? That's the name of the company that develops those oh. games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So look at that, all in
0: one beautiful disc. Those three games, that is, that those are beautiful. classics, and I have not played it yet, and I'm going to. We could
2: play it together. That if is you just buy a PS4. Yeah. Think about that. I, I want to play Journey. Really yeah, it's, it, PS4, man, pick it up. PS4, P plus four, PS4. It's it's it, look. If you have to get the Wii U. Get the PS4 too. <laughs> the next time, the next time, you you guys, you who yeah. are listening, you listen, you, you're listening to, to this podcast, the next time, mm-hmm. Mario Maker would be out on the streets. Yeah. Would be? Mm-hmm. When's it is that Next Friday, is Next it? Friday.
0: Oh, that's right, because we're our show comes out on Monday. That's true. Uh-huh. I won't have mine because I have it through Amazon. I um, am just I'm pumped. pumped. Super pumped. I might cancel it actually and, and order. Uh, oh, okay. And order physically <laughs> although I, I I did the Amazon deal thing so I don't know how that will affect it because I already got one of the three games if I cancel the pre-order I don't know what will happen
2: I know I know I got that the deal too but you know if you go and pre-order at Toys R Us they, they they'll they give you um, an amiibo
0: I kind of wish I could find someone to buy the the one I'm getting through Amazon so I could go
2: get that one and since I'm I'm, I'm gonna be there at Toys R Us very early in the morning that day so I'm, al- I'm also thinking about canceling my pre-order Please look for
0: um, Larry for me. Or not Larry, uh, the Koopa, Koopa kid. Well, what I are, won't be so, there.
2: So what are we going to do that day? So we have to be in line for Toys R Us to pick up our exclusive Bowser Jr. But also we have to be at Walmart for the um, Dr. Mario and... I can't. I got to work. Exclusive. I won't be looking at either of them. <laughs> You're not... I can't. Oh, man. You're going to... Okay. Unless I, get I won't the, say anything. anything in the day off. I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. So many Amiibos. I know. And, it's, and I can't pre-order <laughs> any of them. No. So no pre orders. I don't know. Maybe I'll request it off. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um Yeah, that's actually that's the last of my news. <laughs> We're forty minutes in and we haven't touched yes. the topic yet. I think we should. Alright, up next part two, possibly of three, of uh, Phil and Forgotten Mascots. Mm-hmm. Talk about them. Um, we already discussed what a mascot was last episode. If you don't know what a game mascot is, uh, watch it or figure it out. It's not that difficult. <laughs> and our
2: loose it's like a handkerchief a for is. your for your neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who? So who do we talk? We had Bonk, uh, the caveman PC Genjin. We had Earthworm Jim, classic. Who doesn't love Earthworm Jim? And Alex Kid, beloved, beloved character. Monkey boy, last, yeah. So um, I have three with me today. If we don't make it through, that's fine. Uh, and I know that CG has one and Left has two, so we have lots to talk about. Since I have the most, I'll start. Sparkster, the Rocket Knight, developed by Konami. Sparkster is the Rocket Knight opossum who first debuted in the 1993 side-scrolling platformer game uh, Rocket Knight Adventures for the Genesis. You know who it was designed by CG? No. Nobu Nobuya Nakazato, designer of several titles in Contra. So that's something. This is from the wiki here. Sparkster, this is, this is, this. I got this quote because it's like perfect answer to our show. So Sparkster stood out in the animal mascot era, gamers labeling him a second prodigy for Sega behind Sonic. Rocket Knight Adventures was well received by critics praising the music and graphics. Honest gamers gave a 9, ten, nine out of 10. Sega 16 gave it the same mark saying it's not only one of the system's best title, it's one of the greatest platformers ever made. Uh, so sequels and shit. Rocket Knight Adventures had a sequel for the Mega Drive named Sparkster, Rocket Knight Adventures 2, and a spinoff for the SNES called Sparkster, which is, is different. Now, in 2009, this is where I break my rule, if it not being 10 years, Konami said they'd make another sequel called Rocket Knight. The game was released a few years ago, but the original designer was not involved, uh, so it was like a 3D remake-ish kind of thing, uh, that didn't do too well. Um, so why, why did I choose it? why did you choose it, Rob? Uh, I think Sparkster is a badass mascot. And why? Because he's awesome. He has let's see, he's spiky blonde hair. You really can't go wrong with spiky blonde hair. Blue armor, that's a cool color. It's very cool. A rocket pack. He can fly. What's the issue? He has a sword that he uses to slice down enemies. A plus. Swords, armor, spiky hair, flying cool attacks. I love Rocket Knight. He's great. And he has a little helmet. And uh he's charming. Beautiful animation for the game. The game is looks gorgeous mm, I can't remember the first time I played one of his games but it always it did always stick with me as being something memorable uh, the controls were tight it was charming the environments were, were beautiful you know especially being on the Genesis the inferior console to this SNES um, so why so the second question that I ask everybody of course is why do you think it failed or in this case why do I think it failed and um, did he fail I mean I guess obviously he did or, or at least was forgotten. The attempt at bringing him back five years ago was admirable, but it didn't do too well. We haven't really seen him since, uh, and that is sad. He's such a cool character, but animal mascots in gaming kind of don't have much presence anymore. Sonic and Spyro seem to squeak by, but there doesn't seem to be many other notable ones. But is a badass, and he needs to come back. That's
1: Sparkster. I I didn't know who that was and I looked at his picture and like I know exactly they who They are it is. fun games, man. Yeah, they they, have you play played any of them? Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, I love them. Um I okay. Sad story for me, I wanted to get Sparkster. I was an import Sparkster a few months ago, and it was like twenty bucks on eBay, and I was like, Oh, I'll get it later. It's like seventy bucks the Japanese version now, so oh, I'm like, no. Well, I guess I'm not getting Sparkster and it's even more for the SNES card over here. Crazy. Good character though. Yeah. I, I do have the Genesis one. Oh,
1: that's yeah. not too bad then. Have you played it? No.
0: You gotta play it, man. This is a I think this is a game you yeah, would really like, you would like a, like it a, a lot. Definitely There's great. barely any story in it, um. So no cutscenes. No, nice. but seriously though, it's it's a really tight platforming game, and, and uh. Yeah, I, I love it. So, what do you have, Jeff? Leth, um, leth.
1: So the the one that I have here is I picked one that that I know well and that is reminiscent for me. Yeah. And I went with Conquer from <laughs> from Rare. So Conquer was kind of created when these anthropomorphic mascots were becoming big, right? Like yeah. Sonic and Donkey Kong and everything like that. I mean. She was the late
0: nineties, right? Yes. Yes. Well, so it's kind of at like the peak, uh, peak of the but ending.
1: We and we did do we did review a Conqueror's game, <laughs> yeah, we while, did. a while back. What his best game? Yeah, definitely. Pocket Tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah great, game. A great game. Uh, uh, great <laughs> game. <No>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't get a zero. I don't. think. <laughs> so, um, I think like Rare created Conquer, and the thing with it there is what I believe it was is that they initially they did Donkey Kong Country, yes, and. That's a great, successful game. Um, one of the greatest Super Nintendo games. And yeah, I I felt like Rare didn't really have an identity with that because Donkey Kong was obviously not their creation. So right. I think Conquer was done with the idea of hey, let's try to you know put ourselves out there a little bit more. Right. And his appearance in Diddy Kong Racing is great because Diddy Kong Racing is a great game. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of fun characters. And in, in Conquer, first appearance. That's, period, that's right? where. Well, I guess the Game Boy game would have been was first. Was Conquer. yeah, you're right, Conker's, yeah, that was the weird thing about it. First, it's technically his first. Um, and then, Diddy Kong was when I first saw him and I played him a lot in Diddy Kong and then obviously he got really naughty with Bad Fur Day when that game well, came out. in
0: that episode, which I think is episode 30-something, which you guys should definitely listen to, we discussed theories about what happened to, conquer. to conquer, yeah. yeah so. There's like that suicide theory, there's the car crash theories, the alcoholic theory, <laughs> lots of different ideas of what happened to Conquer. Yeah, so and has, his it.
1: downward spiral. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what was the question, the second one? Like, oh, what, why do you think it failed? Yeah, and forgotten. ultimately, I, I I referenced Earthworm Jim in the, the first one, and I think it failed for the same reasons, is that he kind of became part of that gross humor culture that was big in the 90s, yeah. but got very passe very quickly, so...
0: He had a, he, a, a remake for the Xbox. He, he, he did, did which, was, well, right? which is garbage. Hey, he appeared in Project Spark?
1: Yeah, yeah, just recently. Yeah. so But it's not his own game. No. But he's not totally, he's not totally forgotten. He's really. not completely, but he's, he's kind of forgot. He's, he's obscure, mostly gone. Cult classic,
2: definitely. People love Conquer. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Conquer's cool. So there we go. Conquer. What do you got, Sage? What's your what, what one did you bring? Do you guys remember the Turbo Turbo Graphics sixteen? Yeah. That was the Taco
1: Bonk. I don't. I never so, played one, but I know what so, it is. So
2: this console, would you say it was successful? It wasn't like a three D
0: O. It was it was, like it was, it was, it was it was people have fond memories. It's like a Sega Saturn kind of thing. Yeah, the the,
2: the 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 Japanese counterpart, the PC Engine, was really successful in Japan. That, that's that's my understanding. But when they brought it here, it failed for several reasons. I, but the packing game for for two graphics. 16 in, in North America was Keith Kirch in Alpha Zones. Oh. So it, it kind of became the unofficial mascot for the Graphic Turbo, Turbo 16 Usually when, in, in especially in back in those days, whatever came with the console is what you would think that's yes. what Mario and Sonic so But although the Genesis uh, didn't originally come no, with it the didn't. Sonic, but everybody thinks of of, of Sega and the Genesis I, and thinks about uh, I about always Sonic.
0: assumed that Sonic like, debuted with, like, I did assume for eight years that it came at the same time. And I was always like, you know, I was confused when I read, wait a minute, Sonic came in. I thought Sonic came out on the Master System. Mm-hmm. And I thought, because I, I was like, when I read, would read, like, he had a Master System game, but it was just a port. Yeah. So I always thought he actually came out on that system, but of
2: course, Sonic came out later in the
0: Genesis. Yeah. Console Wars is very informative for those things.
2: <laughs> so, this game was released in North America in, with the TurboGrafx 16 in August of 1989. It's a science fantasy platformer. He, he's, he's a guy with a sword, and, and it's like any other game back in those days. It's platformer, you kill baddies. You gotta kill baddies. But, but what else you do? Was his girlfriend kidnapped? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I never, so, the thing is I'd never played this game, but what is interesting to me. Is, is the whole story about the TurboGrafx system and how it failed <laughs> in America, right? Yeah, yeah. And then when I was, when I was, uh, listening to the story, I think this was on a video of one of many YouTube channels that I, that I watch, mm. And they were, <laughs> they were saying that one of the reasons it failed was because of the packing game, which is Keith Courage, which is a terrible, terrible name for it's our a character. a really bad name. In, in, in Japan, this is based on a, on an anime called Spirit Hero Wataru. Okay. So, so that's, that's his cool. Name. Already. That, that's, that's cooler already. Yeah. yeah. Spear hero. And I don't know. I would like to, to say that the reason this, this mascot ultimately failed was because of the name. But we have to remember that the fourth generation of consoles was, you know, is the, is a mythologic, mythological age for video games. You have all these great games coming out, great consoles, and you just, you just couldn't compete. I mean, Sega pulled a miracle. In that, in that generation, because Nintendo was, was a, a, a juggernaut. But, but I think in those, in those times, in order, in order to succeed, you had to have, you a really, really strong mascot. And I don't want to say that Kid Courage failed because of Turbo, Turbo, turbo I mean, the, the, that TurboGrafx 16 didn't fail because of the mascot, but right. the other way around. But, yeah, that's why I, I picked them. Nice. It's, it's such on. a... Yeah, that's a cool one. I didn't even remember it's Such an interesting story.
0: All right, I have Ganbari Goemon, the mystical ninja. This oh, fella no. is owned by Konami and debuted way back in the arcade, actually, an arcade game in 1986. Goemon is very loosely based on the Ishikawa Goemon, the noble thief of Japanese lore. Uh, he wears a funny red suit in classical ninja style with a weird gray shirt underneath. Uh, he is usually rocking a pipe of some sort and eye paint. Uh, his games are set in fictional feudal Japan, but in this version of Japan, all the folklore and legends associated with Japan are real. Uh, the Gomon games have covered many genres, but they initially originally began as action-adventure, but spanned include RPGs, puzzle games, and board games, and sadly, slot machines, as we will soon see. He was very popular in Japan. Uh, received five of his games over here. I've only played the one, Legend of Mystical Ninja, but also Mystical Ninja starring Goemon, Goemon's Great Adventure, and two titles for the Game Boy. The last original game for the series was Gambari Toka Dochu Oedo Tengu Rikeshi no Maki, which was Japanese exclusive on the DS. Sadly since then, Goemon has only been used for Konami's patchy slot machines, a sad fate for a great character. Yeah. So, His
1: 64 game was great.
0: I haven't played it, but I am going to get it. Um, so why did I choose it? Uh, I like the game. The first one, I mean, uh, that's the only one I've actually played, of course. Uh, I think he's a charming character, as is the world of that game. Now, the, noble thief. the 2D, yeah, which I think he became over time, it kind of grew to be a different just, character. Yeah. It's kind of like a lazy guy, but uh, it's just full of life and, and interesting to explore. I like the humor, I like the chibi designs of the characters. Very. I find, yeah, I find it a bit challenging, but still enjoyable. I think he looks distinctive compared to many other mascots. Uh, Maybe because he's human and not a furry animal. I I can't say with certainty. So why do I think he failed or was forgotten? Uh, It's always tough to answer this. He, I don't think he failed. Uh, So I guess why was he forgotten? Uh, I don't necessarily think he's forgotten by fans either, but why is his only appearance in the last 10 years a slot machine? (laughs) I think it's too Japanese. Who did, Ah, I want to know who he pissed off. Like, is there some behind-the-scenes drama that we're not familiar with? Some that we're Kirby ancient to? Japanese
2: demon, no doubt.
0: Right? Maybe, maybe, that, maybe the last boss really won and yeah. warped the world <laughs> to forget about go Or maybe like... Jay-Z, Jay-Z. But even if he's too Japanese, he's not too Japanese for the Japanese. They should still like Well, go he's Han. still in pachinko
2: machines, right? <laughs> <laughs> <You can't. laughs> but, but no, I think the problem is Konami. Right? Konami. When you think of oh, Konami, what do you, do you think of, like, kiddie games like Castlevania? this? Castlevania. you think of Metal Gear? Oh, right there. Yes, of uh, course. Castlevania. Yeah. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Well, no. no. <laughs>
0: Simpsons arcade machine. I would. Right? Those are all Those games were, I think about. We, that's
2: what we, we think about. It. How yeah. good is the Simpsons arcade machine? Amazing. One well, of the best games yeah. ever. Seriously, great it's game. Awesome. One of the best
0: licensed games I've ever played. Love it. So, I
2: mean, that is the only instance of that game, right? does you know, it? Doesn't have any ports? It does. Xbox 360, PS3. Oh, really?
0: Uh, you can get a, or, well, PSN. You can probably get the PS4 yeah. too. I have it for 360. Yeah, I have the demo for the PS3. Yeah. <laughs> and is it a good port yeah That's not yeah, bad. No, It's pretty. It's not like remade. It's just just has sidebars and just yeah, we yeah. we left. What we're waiting for you? One yeah, day, we were playing. And it, we played right? the demo stage together. It was fun. Okay, I strongly recommend that. Uh, we have time for the last two, I would think. I have one new one.
1: So I'll try to do it as quickly here. Sure. But I I picked one now. This it's it's a trio. So the, these are three oh. characters. <laughs> Um, and it was trying to capitalize off the success of Ninja Turtles and yes. Battletoads and things oh, like that. Oh, wait, do you
0: mean, uh, Ninja Heroes or Hero Turtles? Hero <laughs> Turtles? In the U- in UK, they're Hero Turtles. Is that what they're called. Yeah, hero, Teenage <laughs> Mutant Hero Turtles. So ninja I went. to violent for the <laughs> example. <laughs> <laughs> we well, these guys are very violent, and I went
1: with the Cheetah Men. <laughs> um, so the, the Cheetah Men kind of made their appearance in the notorious game Action 52. Yeah. Which I used to play all the time. And Great music. I think, I think <laughs> the one tune they have in the game. It's so think. catchy. It is. It is
0: extremely catchy. As Dway- Left will no doubt remember, the Dwayne and Brando yeah, remix yeah, yeah, yeah. of, of Cheetah, Cheetah Man is awesome. It's really good.
1: So, uh, Cheetah Man was created by Active Enterprises and basically attempted to clone Tunisian Ninja Turtles and Transformers. Uh, debuted in 1991 on the... Uh, Action fifty two. Action yeah. fifty two. <laughs> th- cool. there was a sequel, there was like a Cheetah Men 2, yeah. but it was never finished, although it has obviously trickled online to the internet. The um, world's not ready for Cheetah 2. <laughs> I don't think the world's ready for the first Cheetah game. <laughs> I used to play it a lot and like hands down that game is horrible. Yes. But it was it was one of those games when I was a kid. That I thought I was the problem and not the game. I'm like, the game, the game is probably fine. I'm just playing it wrong. Yeah. And then when you're an adult, you're like, no, 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 that game was, was just horrible. Um, so there's three cheetah men, uh, Ares, Apollo, and Hercules. Of course. And you get to play every one and every other level kind of thing. Yeah. They're, they're pretty funny looking characters. (laughs) Just seeing them makes me laugh. The cheetah men. Yeah.
2: If, if you don't know what the, the, Cheetah Man is. Look for the Angry Video Game Nerd <laughs> video about it. it it's Just that's
0: one way, or also, like we said, Wayne and
1: Brando's song
2: yeah, sums Br- up the yeah, game pretty well. It really too. does,
1: especially with all the spelling errors.
2: You've never
0: seen any of their music, have you? No. I don't know if you love it, but you might like Cheetah Man. Yeah. I'll have to show you sometime. Especially if
1: you like the Cheetah Man song. It's pretty great. It's good.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cheetah Man. Cheetah Man. Why do you think they failed? Oh yeah. Should it, should well, they gave? never.
2: They never really succeeded. <laughs> 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 Actually. <laughs>
1: they tried they the opposite.
0: Culturally, they succeeded. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Gaming culture, but really.
1: when it with Action Fifty Two, if you bought the cart, which is like at the time like a two hundred dollar NES game, yeah. which was pretty overpriced, it came with a magazine where you could order Cheetah Men <laughs> action figures and Cheetah Men uh, posters. Those exist. I don't they know. Go they go never. They it? never. They never. Oh, they, they never came, came out No oh. Damn, what a Man off. was squashed before it had a chance to take it was, off. Were, but ultimately, yes, the game, <laughs> the game was horrible, <laughs> so that led to its mighty
0: downfall. All right, let me go through the last one real quick. I want to talk about Gex the Gecko. Hmm. What a cool name, Gex. It's very unique.
1: Also a great and 64 game.
0: It'd be like if my name was Huma the Human. <laughs> <laughs> and well, to be fair, Legend of Huma was a great book, but we're talking about Gex. <laughs>
1: Huma, the human.
0: Ge- Gex, um, he certainly fits the bill of the 90s mascot. I mean, look at the sunglasses he's wearing. He is attitude. Uh, he is attitude. Sonic doesn't even wear glasses. Uh, what a loser. <laughs> Gex That's is true. where it's at, and he's here to stay. <laughs> Gex is the green gecko with sunglasses I mentioned. What other features? Well, he has a yellow underbelly, as is common with many reptiles. He's a reptile. He crosses his arm. He's a badass. Gex was created by Crystal Dynamics, and his first game was the best-selling game in the Mighty 3DO. His first game, released in 94, also came on the PS1, Sega Saturn, PC, which is all pretty intense. He then went on to his second game called Gex, Enter the Gecko. You don't actually enter the Gecko in the game as far as I understand. <laughs> which like came... Enter the dragon. It's not it's not a literal meaning. It's like the visual novel that's on the Vita. <laughs> Gex enter the gecko.
1: Whoa.
0: So that came out in the PS1, N64, PC, Game Boy Color. And then finally Gex 3 Deep Cover. Gecko. Deep cover gecko. Which only came out in the N sixty four. I wrote down N sixty five. I don't think that is good. <laughs> Playstation and the game Boy bet. color. <laughs>
1: Sixty-five, six. <laughs> <laughs> one bit better than previous. So,
0: what you guys might be asking, wondering to yourself right now is, "Rob, why did you choose it?" Um,
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I find me. he's a funny that character. Awesome.
0: He was all over the place for like a year or two. I remember seeing his ads in like comic books and stuff. Uh, I haven't really played his game. Left, you say it's great. Yeah, so I played like one for. I think
1: entered the Gecko in particular. Yeah, I played, yeah. I
0: may have played a level before. Uh, That's a cool I topic. Did,
2: I don't. I never did. What is? the, this type of mascot, like, Boxy, and, oh, this type of, we games. should do an ad- yeah. 90s attitude episode. Series. 90s attitude. That sounds fun. We can <laughs> find yeah. lots of stuff for that.
0: Uh, I feel like a lot of people played his games, like, left, that maybe I'm the one missing out, but why I think he failed. He seemed to fade out as quickly as he came in. I feel like he really was part of the earliest 90 mascot craze, like so 90s. many of them. Exactly. He just his, wasn't strong enough. His
1: flame burned twice. Bright
0: twice <laughs> yeah. as fast. I feel like he wasn't blue enough and maybe too cool. <laughs> it's just those sunglasses. Too cool for If he were to come back guys. now and change those sunglasses to hipster glasses and oh, start he'd be up a wearing like a, like a plaid be shirt be a and
2: tight jeans, yeah. we'd have a really cool game. But people don't like the, the animal mascot game That's anymore. not popular anymore. It has to be like, you know, guy, marine. What guy. if he came back
1: as a space marine?
2: face marine that would be cool mm-hmm. or Master swearing chief meets gex people don't want to have fun anymore <laughs> <laughs> they just want like kill to this kill, is kill getting people sad.
0: maybe he'll come back in with a gigantic sword and spiky blonde hair which is what you need to be cool
2: right Sadie? Yeah, maybe on mobile yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe yes, he'll be have Match, match 3 with Boxy and, and, and Sparkster. Yeah. That would be a great game. <laughs> this is a game Matched called Failed, failed Forgotten Mascots. Uh-huh. So yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that could succeed. So, uh, yeah, that's it for Mascot's Day. We actually covered all the ones we wanted to talk about, so there will be a part three. But if people want us to talk more about there's a lot more that we didn't discuss. And I would like to discuss. I have like a whole honorable mention list somewhere. So, yeah, if you like it, let us know. If you don't let us know, like most people never do, then maybe we'll bring it back in the future, and you can hope for the best. Um, so that's it for today. YouTube! New video up, as we mentioned. The link's in the description, obviously. Bonusbarrel.com, where you can find everything that we do. Cartridgeclub.org, uh, again, which, where we're at there as well, so no need not to plug that. And, yeah, so I think that's it. So Oh, and tweeted us, too, if you, of course, at Bonusbarrel if you want to leave a message. And uh, also, if you're a friend of mine, you can tweet complaints at Seiji. And of course, as you can see, I will read it to him while yes, I record Yes, and can gauge his reaction. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, please complain.
0: <laughs> so, thanks for listening. This is Rob. And laugh And Seiji. Have a good one.